So going through the news today, trying to find a story to report on, on this very podcast. And I saw that most of the stories were approximately the same and focused around the same subject. No, it wasn't about the Joe Biden versus Bernie Sanders primary nomination for the Democratic Party. Uh, It wasn't about Trump. It concerned the coronavirus again. And this subject continues to take up a large priority of news outlets and the stories that they are covering today. So I thought, in light of this, why don't we look at a subject around the coronavirus that is a little bit different from what people are seeing? So the question I'm going to ask today and that this podcast is going to be about is how is the coronavirus affecting the environment and particularly one movement? So we're going to dive into that in this podcast hosted by me. Yes, Kevin. And it is called A Mention with Kevin. So, the coronavirus has been making many more headlines in the days to come. Um, And particularly today, uh, three headlines really caught my attention. I won't be reporting on them, but I just want to talk about them slightly. So the first one is about India. India has said that it will suspend all tourist visas to the country in a wide-reaching attempt to prevent the spread of COVID-19 as cases across the region continue to rise. So it looks like no more vacationers will be coming into India. They're going to try to close their borders slowly, it looks like, first closing off themselves to visitors or vacationers. And then we're going to see how this is going to progress. The second piece of news that caused my attention as well is it said all public schools in Seattle, Washington, are closed for at least 14 days starting Tomorrow, yes, today is March 11th, 2020, so Thursday, March 12th, they're going to close all the schools for 14 days because of the spread of the novel coronavirus and attempts to kind of control it in the city of Seattle. And the last one I just found kind of hilarious as well to see that companies have even gotten on board trying to prevent the spread of this infection. Um... Google is asking all its North American employees to work at home if they can in an attempt to slow down the spread of the virus that causes COVID-19. So it looks like all facets of private and public sector works are trying to slow the spread of the virus. Looks like governments are putting new strategies and implementing new regulations in order to contain this. And it looks like, uh, like I've said before, the public sector is trying any manner of techniques, including closing public schools and other public spaces, in order to prevent people from spreading it from one to another. But today we're going to look about something a little bit different. We're going to see how the coronavirus is affecting the environment, and particularly, we're going to be seeing how the coronavirus affects the zero waste movement. So coronavirus has become a major inconvenience for many industries, but one movement that is set to suffer greatly 
is zero waste. But hold up. What is this thing, Kevin, that you're talking about called zero waste? Well, I am glad you asked, audience. Zero waste, or the zero waste movement, is a lifestyle where people aim to eliminate their trash output completely. This means no plastic, no wrappers, no garbage. Zero waste is a set of principles focused on waste prevention that encourages the redesign of resource life cycles so that all products will eventually be reused. The goal is for no trash to be sent to landfills, incinerators, or the ocean. Currently, only 9% of plastic is actually recycled. So, just as people were starting to get the message to bring their own cups and containers to coffee shops, restaurants, and grocery stores, businesses are now changing their policies and banning personal containers in hopes of minimizing the risk of cross-contamination. If you know anything about the zero waste movement, a lot of zero waste advocates will testify and advise others to bring their own containers to reuse at restaurants and grocery stores and these other type of um, commercial industries, like I've stated. Uh, they try to use, they bring their own utensils as well and try to minimize whatever plastic uh, throwaway single-use containers can be used uh, in order to save resources. Starbucks and Canadian coffee chain Second Cup have both issued statements saying that they're temporarily suspending their reusable cup programs. I'm not completely sure, but the Tim Hortons within my building has also gone on similar guidelines in terms of, for now, pausing the, uh, the use of personal cups. As they could potentially spread germs, Starbucks Executive Vice President Roseanne Williams said in an open letter last week, We are pausing the use of personal cups and for here where in our stores. We will continue to honor the 10 cent discount for anyone who brings in a personal cup or asks for a here where. So Second Cup stopped using personal cups on March 5th, but said it will too honor the 20 cent discount people get when they bring in a cup. I'm assuming that they would just show the cup, I guess, and then they would be given a disposable one. Or they could opt to have their coffee poured into a store-owned ceramic mug. Um, the Toronto Sun reports that these mugs from Second Cup are washed in high-pressure sanitizers, and staff have been reminded to monitor the machine's temperature and wash their hands prior to unloading the dishes. Starbucks, unfortunately, will not offer in-house reusable cups, as they were as stated by their executive vice president. So, Bulk Barn, another Canadian chain, has also received praise for introducing a countrywide reusable container program in 2017. And it has said it is going back to single-use plastic bags for the time being. Their spokesperson, Shannon Gutchard, said, Out of abundance of caution due to COVID-19 uncertainties, we have determined that it is appropriate for this time to be extra vigilant and, causes, and pause this program for the current time. So it seems a lot of industries that have implemented a lot of these environmental green changes in order to save plastic 
and possibly a little bit of revenue there by not offering disposable single-use cups and cutlery. Uh, they're going back on that just in order that they're to stay not liable if anybody is past the COVID-19 virus by one of their staff or somebody else in that store. While some might consider these moves an overreaction, there's some sense to them, particularly the coffee cups. It doesn't seem like a great time to be passing people's saliva tainted containers from hand to hand. But when it comes to stores like Bulk Barn, you should be concerned with about all food bins at perfect kid height anyway, where anyone can breathe, sneeze, or cough into them, and the scoops used to transfer food regardless of the container or bag that's being filled. Although thinking this over a little bit more, contamination can really come from anywhere. Think about the people that are handling the frozen packages, the produce, and other boxed items. It only takes one sneeze on some of these packages to transfer the virus. So it's important to practice safe personal sanitization by remembering to wash your hands before you eat and not touching your face. We shouldn't just be cautious over these bulk food bins. They shouldn't be the only things that we're worried about. Though, after seeing how these industries have reacted, especially Starbucks, Second Cup, and Tim Hortons, it indicates something very important. And that is the need for coffee, co coffee shops and other stores selling coffee to have better in-house reusable cup programs. So that they're not dependent completely on customers to bring their own in order to reduce waste and have necessary tools to sanitize them appropriately. If they really didn't want saliva to saliva contact or any sort of transfer in that way, they should be providing their own cups and having their own machines to wash them. And that too would allow them to prevent them from using single-use plastics and save money. Any non-fast food restaurant knows that this is possible as they clean dinner di plates and cutlery daily without needing to switch to paper plates and disposable cutlery in a time of impending crisis. So this could really be taken on by the restaurant industry to kind of coach the cafe industry of how things should be done. Many low wasters, or people who are kind of encouraged to use less waste but haven't completely moved towards a zero waste movement, ordinarily take their reusable mugs to Starbucks, will no doubt avoid the chain altogether, as will millions of other consumers during the outbreak. As a result, even while temporarily banning reusables, Starbucks may actually generate less trash during the outbreak because people will just write out avoid eating and drinking out. It's right, coronavirus has impacted the service industry heavily. As more people are being infected and told to stay home, if they're infected, because they're unable to buy, uh, they're unable, they're unable to go out to buy coffee and buy other things from the grocery store. And others who haven't been infected have been warned not to frequent public spaces in attempts not to catch the virus. Right now, it's not a good time for the service industry. And we're continually being warned to practice personal sanitization and avoid uh, exposing ourselves any more than we should. So 
at the end of the day, we can see this virus really affecting the environmental community, especially um, with all these disposable single-use plastics uh, being used at restaurants again. But we can also see that there might be a benefit. People might have to stay in their homes longer and therefore cook and eat at home, preventing them from using disposables. There's a double-edged sword. So really, I want to throw this question out to you guys, the listeners right now, and I really want to hear your opinion. You can give me a shout out at Kevin underscore Hobie at Twitter and let me know what you think. Do you think with this uh, coronavirus affecting all these aspects of commercial life that the zero waste movement is, is in harm's way? Or do you think that by having this coronavirus infect people and kind of cause people to stay at home, that people will in fact choose to use less disposable plastics and be able to be a little bit more environmentally friendly. And potentially this virus might actually help the environmental cause. Let me know on my Twitter handle. I want to thank you guys so much again for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed this little deep dive we had on zero waste plastic and the coronavirus. I'm just glad that I could have kind of inserted something that I find so fascinating, such as zero waste movement and uh, the zero waste lifestyle um, with something like the coronavirus. Um, so I really have to thank uh, where I'm getting a lot of my information from for this piece. And that was treehugger.ca. I, I believe it is a, a blog that is out there that really encourages people to live a zero waste lifestyle. If you want to check out any more of my content, just remember you can go to youtube.com and type in Kevin Hobie or Studio Kevin and check out my two channels and some of the other stuff that I make on there. As always, guys, I want to thank you and remind you to brush your teeth and floss Maybe this time also add some hand sanitizers at the end of that. And I will see you on the next episode. Good night.